You're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. And me, Scott. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. Was always cue the theme tune? I thought it was cue the music. Yeah, it doesn't. It was one or the other. Oh, no, really. Don't know. Got a brand to maintain. (laughs) It's the the only thing of our brand we have. Yeah. Is that bit? We could have put, like, if it was always the same, we could have put it on a t shirt. Uh Cue the music. That's that's one of the things that we always keep saying, though, is we could put that in a t shirt and then never doing it. That's that's probably should do some t shirts. That's part of our brand. That's (laughs) good. Not to do anything. Part of our brand. It's because you won't design them. Well, Neither of us can do it. Uh, very true. All right. Okay. Well, then, all right. I feel some sort of pressure now. Um, hi. So what's happening with Ralphie? Ralphie doesn't like to be alone. How old's Ralphie? Easily he'll be four next month. And is he in his own room? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't share a room. Nope. And is it, is this a new thing? A new phenomena? Like a couple of weeks. No, no. Ish. I mean, it's fine. Like, it's, I, to be honest, I don't think that... I don't think that it's true. You I think, think I think just, that he's, he wants to stay up longer. Yeah, I think okay. that he's buying time to yeah, stay up longer. Yeah. Um, okay, because it's something. Could you tell him you're not alone? Because there's a thing under your bed that could do keep that. you company. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's just buying for time. Mm. It's the same way. Like just as you're about to walk out of the room, he'd be like, "Dad, I'm hungry." Oh like, yeah, well, yeah. Little shits, I hate when they do that. Tough shit. Yeah, Nathan came into me last night. No, it was the other night. 12 o'clock at midnight. He goes, Dad, can I have some supper? The fuck? How old is he? He's 14. Get your own fucking supper. Yeah. Have we started supper now? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, we always do supper in our house. Oh, really? What do you yeah. have for supper? Just whatever. Toast or something. Or something yeah, easy. like we used to. I, I, I kind of miss doing that. And I know that I could just start doing it. But I, whenever, whenever. <laughs> what, making toast? No, but like having, having, a, having like a, a snack before bed. Mm. Like we used to have either a slice of toast or a cereal mm. before bed. And yeah. it's like that was just nice. Yeah, it's like that's like a, a nice way to send you off that's, to bed. That's how I've gained this yeah. <laughs> rotund belly of mine. Um, my mother used to make us toast uh, whenever I lived with my parents, but whenever I had to do it myself, I just didn't bother. Did you annoy her by calling it holy bread? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I miss? What I miss toast done on one side. Do you know, I, I, miss I, I, for a while, and this is when I was a bread eater, because I can't eat bread now, as you know. Yeah, but you can get, you can get nice, genius do mm. nice toast bread. It's got mm. toasting bread. Well, here's what I used to do, is I would take two slices of toast, and we had like, we have one of those uh, toasters with which can adjust the thicker and smaller, thinner All slices, right, okay. right? Sort of self-adjusting, and uh, a bit like me, really. And we would, I would put two side by side in the same slot, right. and it would do the toast on one side. Uh, and then you'd pop it and you'd have to- one side of toast. Because I miss one side of toast. Yeah. One side of toast is a very interesting thing. It's, it is nice. It's yeah. Good. You ever had a toast sandwich? Yeah. Have you? A toasted sandwich? No, a toast sandwich. Just toast? Between two plain bits of yeah, bread? Yeah. That was a genuine meal. <laughs> was a genuine. Hell. No, no, no. I've never had a toast sandwich. I really but I- hope Corbin gets in because that, that's austerity stuff really does. <laughs> <laughs> You've only got enough electricity to toast one piece of bread. So it's going in the middle between two regular pieces of bread. It's like whenever Tesco sold the cold lasagna sandwich. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ah, cold Tesco. lasagna sandwich. Yeah. One, slice, mean, of, like one a... slice of lasagna between two bits of bread. What the fuck? Is that a real yeah, thing? Yeah, that's a real thing. But I mean, isn't the lasagna just kind of bread anyway? I mean, you couldn't pick it's a, a sandwich. You couldn't pick a, la- lasagna's kind you couldn't of a sandwich. pick a lasagna up. <laughs> Like, you couldn't pick up a slice of lasagna. It's not like a Viennetta. No, no. The structural integrity is just not there. It's a meaty Viennetta. Yeah, it's like a a meat meat Viennetta. Viennetta. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my nickname. Meaty Viennetta. I mean, there are are not enough layers to you for you to be classed as a Viennetta. You're a a toast sandwich. Wait a minute. minute. You're a toast sandwich. All right. Fair enough. The hell with you. Yeah. So this is all. Just just, this is. All, I mean, but it's fine. It, once he goes to bed and is, he's always in bed and asleep, never later than eight o'clock. Mm. So it's normal because normally we had him down for seven and then it crept to like quarter past seven. So now it's just any time between seven and eight. And once he's in bed and asleep, that's him until the morning. Fuck him. Yeah. Well, no, well but kids, he never kids get, just fall asleep. Kids, yeah. Kids don't go to bed with like the weight of the world on their mind. No. 
He doesn't. Well, you say that, but Nathan has never been a good sleeper but, at but all, Nathan's and even now, now. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like in, now, it's now it's work. Now he'd be lying on the sofa. He was lying on the sofa, fully dressed. You go to bed. It's twelve o'clock. Oh, go to bed and change in your pajamas. Why? Just put pajamas on. Why? Why do I have to put pajamas on? Who says? I, I I'm with Nathan on that. I, I, I don't wear. <laughs> well, I, 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 I feel like you should pick your battles. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. I was like going. I kind of went. This is genuinely what I said. I said, uh, Nathan, now is not the time to start bringing down the walls of society by, <laughs> by deciding not to wear pajamas. Put some pajamas on. I don't know why you wear pajamas. You do, they're more comfortable or something. He goes, but these are comfortable. Could a child, could a child go nude in your house? Uh, at this point? At this point, if they want to. Would it be weird? I mean, yeah, at this, I mean, for whom? For, it depends. As long as I don't say it, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Like if Annette had to go in and wake him up in the morning and pull the covers off, well, they they are he, not, and, and he was nude, naked. Then they are, I mean, the kids do not want you to see them nude. Okay, you know, so they're they're. I mean, it's not like they're they reach an age where they go. I'm feeling I I'm I'm going to go and get changed in the kitchen in the, not in the kitchen in the bathroom. Where they they want to they want that privacy. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyway, so I I suspect that at some point it'll occur to one of them, I could sleep in the nude, which which I did, you know, and I would, and I like sleeping in the nude. Because I'm a heat machine. I just generate a fierce heat all around me. I'm just trying to figure out when I started sleeping naked. No, I think we should talk about me sleeping naked more and put a picture in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had it when just that wrong... When did you start to... to okay. I can't sleep naked. Why? Uh, I need ball support. <laughs> That's that's why God gave you two hands. And yeah, <laughs> so if I'm lying on one side, like you, your testicles are just flopped over, they're just like yeah, they're like, it's like they're hanging over a ledge. <laughs> hey, that's what I call it. Uh, that's, <laughs> they're hanging over a ledge. That's what, yeah, no, I need like I've done it every now and again, but like yeah, no, I definitely need for a thrill. No, no, like you know, can't be arsed. There are certain yeah, it can't be arsed or can I interest you in the pillow? What's right, the pillow? The, the, the pillow is is the is the mid leg between the leg yes. pillow. What? Now, do you have a, a do you have what? a head on. pillow for this, what? or do you have a full length body pillow? I have a body pillow. You have a full body pillow because Hannah <laughs> has a body pillow called Bob. Okay. Bob the body pillow, <laughs> which she got whenever she was pregnant, and now he still continues. And still there's a wall. Bob is still Bob still in the bed. Bob is still a, a very much a factor in our relationship. <laughs> Um, I did try and get her one. You used to be able to buy ones with people's like bodies on them, like they're. I don't know. I think you still thing. get them with like big anime figures on them. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. That's they're the only ones that I could find were like gr- like sexually scantily clad anime girls, and I was like, no, I don't want to be. Or start. Yeah. Hannah's not going to be interested in that, but I don't even want to click on the website to see if they have any male ones. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I no, I do like a, I do like a pillow to kind of. I, I like lying on my support. Side, but, you want support? But I, I, I what I actually prefer would be. A sort of seventy-five degree lean, but towards the face or towards the rear? Towards the face. Towards the face. And if I had the pillow, then I can kind of maintain that seventy-five degree lean. Yeah. So I'm not rigidly on my side. Do you not like? I mean, because I, so I'm you, a hugger. Lean, I'm you, a hugger in bed. A, oh, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> no. I even, mean, even when you're asleep, you want the tension. <laughs> I'm quite. I mean, quite handsy. If I'm honest. I mean, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 probably a hugger, right? But uh, Susie don't like that. <laughs> Su- Susie is a regular. Okay, and will spin, she'll escape. She will spin in circles all night long. And I think I think being constrained by my massive arm, I I'm just picturing your arm getting wound tighter and tighter and tighter around Susie as she's been until it's like stretched out, and you're walking out of bed with nine foot long arms. Also, she sleeps on the wrong side for me to be to sleep on to hug. Yeah, we we I mean we swapped side. I have to sleep on my right hand side. Why? I just I now I mean I've had this explained to me medically, um, mm-hmm. in that it puts more pressure on your heart, okay, and that way it helps actually slow down your heart to make, make you sleep better. Okay, but um, I generally just sleep better because because my, I have my arm up under a pillow mm-hmm. and I sleep with the pillow between my head and my arm, but I, but it doesn't work this way. <laughs> the okay. other way, okay, sleeping on your right is also better to prevent indigestion as well. What? Okay, yeah, so because your your stomach's lopsided. So the tube goes in yeah, at one yeah. end, and then it's thing. Okay. So if you're lying on your, if you're, oh no, you're lying on your left hand side. No, I'm lying on my right hand. You're side. lying on your right hand side. Oh no, that's going to give you indigestion. 
Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no shit. Actually, was it last night or the night before? I, I woke up with a acid reflux. Hang on, is it? So, uh, so one. If you lie on one side, it's good for your heart. If you lie on the other side, it's good for your stomach. Yes, but but not both. There's no no. Because then if you lie, God's on your, a fucker, isn't it? Then he? if you lie on your back, on your back, you snore. Yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever woken up and get to an acid reflux test? Oh yeah. Where and lying on you your literally wake up and you're choking. And not choking, but like no, burn it, like I'm, burning. I mean, like literally, I was drowning. Oh right, I Jesus woke up Christ! And, and, uh, Susie had had enough of your handsiness. Do you, was, snor- do you snore? I, I think I do. Yeah. Susie has never brought it up to you. I oh, know she says I snore, but she snores way more than I do. All right. <laughs> so, so we we try not to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, me and Hannah both snore, and we are gonna try and get something done about it. Because I've only started snoring in the past properly snoring. Like everybody snores every now and again, but snoring regularly, like in the past six months, when I basically when I started putting on weight. Mm. PJ, as soon as I said that, PJ looked at my belly. Mm. This is just like a, like a quick. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, and I, mean, I, I definitely became much more of a snore the yeah. heavier I got. Um, and I I feel it when I wake up in the morning. Like my throat is. If it's been a bad night, my throat is raw. Okay. Um, wow, and that's, that's heavy not, snoring. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so basically, but you don't have a body pillow then. I don't have a body pillow. So you Hannah. need to wear shorts or something. I, yeah, well, I need some. I need some. I need some sort of ball support. <laughs> so I just sleep in my boxers. How long are your balls? What's going on? I mean, could a pair of like uh, tidy whiteies do this? I know. I don't want no. But then, but then, why? Why? I mean, I'm just sleep in my boxers. Okay. I don't. Why, why do I need bedtime pants? Where do you think your balls? Well, are why do you go? need bedtime? I don't think clothes? where they're going. It's just not comfortable. Okay. Like they're just they're just <laughs> hanging there, and I can feel like. <laughs> Separation. I can feel the. I can feel them pulling. <laughs> the the, 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 bid, the bid for freedom. So the weight of the world is on your balls. Yeah. You're yeah. I'm like the thinker. Quick I'm like the thinker. Yeah. I'm like the thinker, except the balls are in my. Uh, the world is in my ball sack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do women have? Do I, those, oh, I've been to women don't have balls. No, they don't. No. No, but they have boobs, which is a harder. That, that's a yeah, more well, difficult that's, that's aspect. A, a, another sort of organizational. Problem, <laughs> organizational yeah. problem. Yeah. You got to figure out where you got to put those. At yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was uh, maybe eleven or twelve, a girl in my class, like who I was quite friendly with, just told me, uh, "So I can't sleep in front my front anymore because my boobs are so big," and I did not know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, "Yeah, uh huh." <laughs> so did you do maths homework? <laughs> 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 and, and as I look back at it, as I got older, I realized that's kind. Of, I think she was kind of flirting with me, but I just didn't know what to do with that <laughs> to, information. No, to be I mean, totally that's aggressive. To, yeah. to, no, hang on. To, to be fair to you, I mean, you didn't know what that she was flirting, but I don't think she was flirting particularly gracefully. <laughs> well, no, I mean, this this is a girl who the year a year before um, her friends had got me to ask her out, and I thought they were joking, so I asked her out with a Pakistani accent. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say? I was I was not a, I was not very advanced. <laughs> is, it, is it too much to ask for a? No, you're not getting that. <laughs> so so she said yes though, and uh, did she say yes wow. in a funny accent or no? She just said yes and smiled, and uh, I assumed that she must have been joking because I had asked her in a joke voice. Oh no, Ron, this is just awful. And so by the following this day, is many so layers of Ron. The following day, I was told that I was been broken up with, and I was like, I don't know whether or not to be upset or just confused at this point because <laughs> I didn't realize I was actually going out with her. <laughs> I think I think she wanted me to get all handsy and stuff, and I just was like, Well, we're going out now. See you later. <laughs> did you? I mean, did you? I didn't kiss anyone until I was like 16. So, yeah, well, I mean, I was 17. I, I, so I, I, was, I was completely unable to read the signals from anyone. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was 17, so it's not, I was not uh, an early bloomer at all. No, I mean, it, it, even it, now, it, I'm it still not sure what's going then, on. You know. um, yes. So how, how was your first kiss? What was your first kiss? 15 in an all-ages an all ages gig in the venue that was selling booze. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, got drunk. Snogged met a girl. girl. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I am I am regularly in the same place where I where I had my first kiss. The limelight. Oh, no, oh. it was, it was a, your so car. It's the hall where I used to uh, 
uh, practice amateur dramatics as a youngster, <laughs> and I still go back there to take photographs for them. And regularly, I just look at that same spot on the floor. And I'm like, I mean, last year they demolished. They, last year they demolished where I had my first kiss. I had to walk past it one day, and to be honest, it was a little bit upsetting. Oh, there's no no plaque or anything like that. No. Okay. No. Oh, no. 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 My and maybe if I do something with my life, then they might put like <laughs> like a little blue one up on whatever it's going to be now. My first kiss was in a bird watching hut. Right. And I bet you I bet you turned up to that bird watching hut expecting it to be something else, but somehow still managed to luck out. In my mind, bird watching huts are just full of middle aged old men. Not in this occasion. <laughs> Did you know the the girl? Yeah, the girl was I she clearly fancied me and I had no clearly. notion I had no notion what was going on. She had a kid. She was seventeen, I think, not a kid. What? And, <laughs> and I didn't know I mean I, this is whenever I'd moved to um when I'd moved to Strangford for a year, so I was about 17. Uh, no, she, yeah, she was 17. Is this you cool enough? Yeah, I've got a girlfriend, but she's in Canada. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, here's what happened. This is, this is. Oh, yeah, my, you, my girlfriend, you don't know. She's, she's got a car. My girlfriend's got a kid. <laughs> I'm basically a stepdad. <laughs> Just trying to one up everybody. Was, like, as boyfriends go, I am the least advanced one this woman's ever had. <laughs> I, uh, what do you call it? I. I was hanging out with her. I uh, I got on well with her, and um, we so we we'd take the bus up and down to Downpatrick College and um, from Strangford, I think. And then the, we went into the so she'll go into the the, whatever, the the countryside bit, wherever it was, where the bird watching huts were. And we went in there, and then we had a snog. And God, dating in the olden days sounds fucking shit. <laughs> well. I we mean, got the bus but, to down Patrick. Here, but here's what happened the next day then. Um, she was pregnant? She, no, no. She said, she just said, I don't want anyone to know that we've gone out. Because, and I'm That's, like, I'm going. understandable. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm like, going, <laughs> she says, I don't want, because they'll assume you have something to do with the kid. And I don't want that pressure on you. And that, that, that wasn't exactly what you said. But, uh, I, you know, that, I don't want everyone to <laughs> I think I don't want this. anyone thinking, That's the dad. <laughs> This is trying to bear my. This is why I don't. This is why I don't talk about my past. What are you talking about? What you talk about your past constantly? Peaked short pants, fifteen. This is nowhere near as embarrassing as the time you didn't get a birthday blowjob. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. She uh, running away. She was telling me about the next night. When anyway, she was running away. No, no. The next night, she was out somewhere at a disco, and some bloke started flirting with her. And and I was kind of, well, we snug, but it doesn't mean I haven't signed a certificate or anything. You know, cool. Is that what you thought happened? <laughs> I I didn't know. I was just pleased to get a snug. I didn't no idea. But it was very obvious what had happened. Was she someone had flirted with her? Uh, and she had kissed them then as well, and basically had said to me, "Oh, I I went out with someone last night." I went, oh, "That's fine, <laughs> I don't really know. that's okay." No, let, and I was trying to then be friends, and then she kind of insisted her and I go with another friend of ours and find this bloke, and I'm like going, "Hang on a second, this feels weird now. <laughs> this feels not right." And then I never saw her again. <laughs> I think she, was, I, I think she was trying to talk you into the devil's threesome. <laughs> The devil's threesome? The devil's threesome. What's the devil's threesome? Two men, one girl. Uh, well, as opposed to... I know, the, the can, better one. Can you, can you do the math? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've I mean, never... There's, there's only three other possibilities. Is, just, yeah, is there? Yes. No, there's well, more yeah. than three. No, there's not. There is. No, there's not. Yeah, yeah there is. Just with humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all girls. Yeah. All boys. Yeah. One girl, two boys. Yeah. Two girls, one boy. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? (laughs) (laughs) All boys. What have you got all boys? Hang on, let's let's do it again. (laughs) Right, all girls, all boys, right? One girl, two boys. Two girls, one boy. (laughs) 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 And, oh, I confused myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All girls, yeah. one girl, two boys, right? Two girls, one boy, yeah. All girls, no, no. Hang on, I need to write this down. Hang on, no, you don't. I do. I can't keep track. Uh, I like. I want to. I want to. I want to step in, but like. 
but, but also I want you know I just want to see how this plays out. Right, I got to say it right. It's right, girl, 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 right. That's one like a beautiful mind. Wait, <laughs> boy. Right, so good. How many did you say there were only how possible? Three. There's only two. There's only two other. So three combinations. you're saying? four in total. Four in total, you reckon? Yes. Right. Okay. So I think there's more than four. You think there's more? Than four? <laughs> Pretty sure there's more. No, than I think four. no. I think there's more than four. This, this is PJ's idea of a bidding, we... bidding mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's five. Because he he said I said the devil treats him. He said opposed to. I said the the two girls, one guy. There's four combinations. Okay. 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 All right. Right. I see where I've gone wrong. <laughs> You changed up, changed up the girl this time, were you? That's a new, that's a new start. No, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I think where I'd went wrong was in my head. I turned it into kind of a binary thing, like computer binary thing, and okay. just and remembered there was a zero combination. So so so, so nobody. <laughs> I mean, Pete, technically, technically, you're correct. Technically, that's there a, is that an is, example that, that is, is an empty bed. Yes, the fifth threesome is just no one's doing anything. <laughs> No one's shown up. That's the one I've had. <laughs> that one's going on in my back room right now. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so you dodged a bullet there. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I kissed another boy last night. Do you want to come and meet him? No. No. No, no, I think I'm good. I wasn't very keen on that bit of it. <laughs> uh, Maybe wanted, she wanted you to fight him. I don't know. I don't know what she wanted. But then I never saw her again. That was the uh, that was bit, for me and girls for about a year or something or two years. I think no more kissing, nothing. It was rubbish. Did I tell you about the time I? <laughs> in hindsight, this was a bad idea. But but my thinking was I hadn't kissed that many people, and it felt wrong that I couldn't remember the names of all the people I'd kissed. Okay. So I had a wall chart and I wrote their names down. <laughs> and I, I thought, well, did you give them some sort of star rating? Did your parents at any time wonder what this wall chart was for? No, but a girl, I just amassed a, a list of girls' names beside his bed as they get, as they get, cried, as they get crossed off one it, by it one. Felt, it felt like a good. It felt like a nice thing to do. <laughs> I'm well, just what happens when that? someone comes round? Well, this is what happened: was somebody came round that and said, "What's that?" I went, "Well, they're the names of people." And then, as I was saying it, I went, "Well, that, that sounds bad." <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't finish this sentence. Yeah. No, they're just just names of people. I'm really str- there's a, there's a, like there's definitely locations beside them. <laughs> <laughs> there's de- Lips. <laughs> there's definitely a lack of elasticity, plasticity in my brain, where I think certain things are perfectly normal. And when I explain them to someone else, they say something and I go, oh, shit, yeah, that doesn't sound perfectly normal at all. That sounds very odd. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah. I, I think that's probably fair to say about you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my friend, my, my mate Danny, who lives around the corner. Uh, we were out the other night and we were talking about um, um, uh, the, uh, the Good Place. And I was saying, oh, it's great, it's really good. And they talk about the trolley problem. He goes, what's the trolley problem? And I tell him, it's a thing where you're in a trolley and it can go one of two lanes. One lane will kill someone you don't know and the other lane will kill um, two people you do know. And, you know, it's the, what's the moral dilemma? And, you know, there's this huge moral dilemma. And he went, there's no one you talking about. Just kill the fucker you don't know. I'm going, well, okay, well, you know, one of them's the clone of Adolf Hitler, but it's a baby and the other one's an old man who's a nice guy. Not like the- there's like a hundred people will die or one person will die. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, you have to make an active decision. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is the trolley problem gets, you can make it more or less complex and you can, and I'm not, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what it's trying to sort out, but it, it's, it's, it's about the inaction versus the action. Yeah. Is that what it yes, is? That's yes. maybe where I went wrong was I, I wasn't emphasizing that <laughs> part. I was just giving them choices between like, a it's one. A red, it's a red train. <laughs> <laughs> I was so you, can kill, you can kill baby Hitler or two people that it's, you know. It's uh, Patrick and it's, it's, there's a woman. Yeah. And, then, and he was going, yeah, I'd just do that. And it's like, I'm going, no, but this is a deep philosophy. This is like, he's going, no, I'd just I mean, kill I, that yeah, fucker. And I, I'm like, oh, no, no. Why, why? I know, I'm with, I'm with him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is I think he's probably right, but I don't understand. What, I, I, what, I'm not sure you give him the moral quandary in the correct context. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. So I don't watch The Good Place, so somebody give it to me in the correct well, context. Well, the, context. The context is... Do you, by your own action, kill 
um, well, the train's going to kill one person, or do you by an action save that one person and but the train goes off the tracks and kills everybody else? Oh, you kill the one person. You see, you see but, but you give the answer. You know that that's your answer. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 are there people out there who are going to kill a hundred people? <clears throat> no. Here's here's the thing. Right. Part of the reason the trolley uh, is uh, the trolley problem is it's a way to to kind of simplify a much larger, uh, a much more ambiguous thing about what's right and what's wrong. Is it the wrong. way to separate smart people from dumb people? No, 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 no. It's about it's about what's um, the morally right thing to do. But it's also, it's, I mean, it's the real There's no morally way. right thing to do. There's just a lesser well, of two evils. Well, that's exactly it. It's, you know, what what point do you measure? How do you weigh those lessers of two evils up? How do you measure that? that? And the reason it gets complicated is because, for example, if you're programming a smart car, and an artificially intelligent car, and you go, right, well, I know, for example, if, if something happens to the car, the brakes don't go right, and you keep driving on, you'll kill three people in front of you. The car will know there's three people, it'll keep plowing through it, it'll kill three people, but the driver will be okay, or you can drive straight into a wall, which the car can do, and the driver will die, but three people will be alive. What do you do? What do you, how do you make that decision? How do you? And that's where, yeah. that's where it becomes icky and, you know, are these real moral questions. Whereas yeah, I, he's going, ah, oh, fuck it, you just kill three yeah, people. Yeah, am I missing something? <laughs> See what I mean? Am I, like, am I, you kill three people or you kill one person? Kill one person. Oh, so it's a numbers game to you? Yeah. Just like, it boils down to numbers. Yeah. Just down to numbers. Okay, what about okay, the well, ages okay. come into it? The ages. Three. Okay, you've got, you've got 20 people in a bus. Right. Going one way. Right. And Ralphie in the other. Right. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, clearly he's going to say Ralphie lives. <laughs> and you get to decide which way the lever goes. Yeah. And? Ralphie's going to school. <laughs> Like again, it's other. So it's, not about, it's not about numbers, then. Is it? No, but then, but like, uh, no, it's not about numbers. It's and just there's tw- a- twenty kids in that in that bus, and they just like Ralphie all waving at the window, and they're all like, "Hey, Mister Ferguson!" And all of a sudden, the train comes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't like. I feel like I'm just making the choices that every. I, I can't imagine that somebody's going to kill their own kid over twenty strangers, and I can't imagine that somebody's going to kill. Peter's looking up the trolley problem. Like, really <laughs> and I can't imagine that, that somebody's going to kill a hundred okay, strangers okay, over okay. one stranger. Okay, okay. there's a trolley problem as a thought experiment in ethics. It is generally considered to represent a classic clash between two schools of moral thought: utilitarianism, which, as I understand it, is what does the most good. Which yeah. is the very simple down to numbers and deontological ethics, which I do not know what that is. Um, uh, morality of an action should be based on whether that action itself is right or wrong under a series of rules, rather than based on the consequences of the action. Well, yes. So, like obviously, in in in, in any so deontological like killing twenty people would be bad, but if you kill twenty people to save forty people, is that bad? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's probably easier to think of it in terms of the killing baby Hitler I argument. Think what if this you travel is, back like in the time, end of Watchmen. Where Are you desperate o- to talk o- no, about watching? Ozymandias kills three million people to save yeah. the world. That he basically that, that's the trolley problem right there. <laughs> and uh, you know he 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 makes the decision. Yeah. Do you teleport a transdimensional squid into New York to kill three million people to save the entire planet? No. <laughs> well, he did. Well, he yeah, did. Thirty-five yeah. minutes ago. Well, you would you wouldn't you wouldn't know. I mean, the thing the thing with that is you wouldn't know. No. He, but uh, but yeah, uh, by his arrogance, he assumes that, that what he's doing. Yeah. But that's that, so. What he's doing is utilitarianism, uh, uh, yes. moral of of doing that, even though it's the right the wrong thing to do, but it's for the right reasons. Yeah. Whereas the deontological, but surely is, for, for something to be described as the wrong thing to do, they can't they can't both be wrong. Well, if you right, so say you travel back in time. There's a baby Hitler. Yeah. The the uh, utilitarian thing says kill baby Hitler because baby Hitler's going to grow up to be Hitler and it's terrible, terrible. Whereas the deontological thing is you're going to kill a baby. It doesn't matter that of the consequences of not killing him or the consequences of killing him. You're going to do something. By your action, you're going to do something that's morally wrong, which is killing him. I'm sure somebody's going to come up with a better argument. That, that, uh, <clears throat> but these people sound like morons. <laughs> You'd kill baby Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, you see, that's that's what I, I and I I don't know necessarily. I I wonder if for people who are clearly wired for utilitarianism, it's very easy. It's a very obvious choice. The, my my for, only for concern, those, my only concern becomes what if somebody worse comes along? Like that's the only pause that I'm going to have before I step Yoda. on his head. Only because you've seen how every time a Tory leader gets cut down, another worse I know, I, one I know just another one comes up, sprouts up. up <laughs> out of nowhere. My dad has these weeds in his garden mm-hmm. that look like they, they literally look like they're from fucking Mars. Uh-huh. They are. I can't remember the name of them. I'll try and find out for show notes. They look fucking bananas, uh-huh. and 
when you pull the roots out, whenever oh. you cut them, they just come back. Not they Japanese, just, Japanese not, not weed not, or no, something? Not Japanese not weed. Um, I had a friend had to pull out of a house, out buying a house because there was Japanese not weed and a bit of waste ground out the back. Uh-huh. And one of her friends is a surveyor and she got him to come out and do the, the survey. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, the yeah, house is great. I'll just take a look around outside. And went down, seen it and was like, nope. Do, do not do not buy this house. Yeah, uh, I was going to buy the house across the road from me, and uh, in a Japanese not wood, and they were like, "Nah, no, nope. you can't get a mortgage." No, nope. that wow. stuff is fucking poison. But eventually, it's going to come over here, isn't it? I mean, it, it's going to it's come across far the road. Enough away. I, don't, I don't know if it's <coughs> across the road. I mean, like, there's probably a whole bunch of. I mean, it's things. not going to get up and walk across, but it, like it, seeds will blow in the wind. Uh, I'd be more worried about like the neighbors rather, mm. rather than my house. Well, like chucking it across you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Not like weird. the like the the settlers did with like plague blankets. <laughs> if we can't sell our house, nobody can. So no, no, the Japanese not weed. Where were we? Oh yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, no, these they, yeah, these fucking things. So we're like we read online. You have to like cut the stalks off and then spray weed killer like down into the like the thing. They, they will throats. not fucking die. These things will not die. And they grow. They like a, like corkscrews. They grow in like this spiral. Come out of the ground. Like they look fucking penis. bananas. Yeah. That because uh, that that's I mean that's the we are uh, that is I am legend the, the um from the plants perspective you're uh. some sort of god coming along chopping the heads off and throwing poison down and going just Fuck fucking in die. hell yeah <laughs> we're just trying to get on here well, if you had travel back to 1888 or to think the year Hitler was born and killed Hitler you're probably right there probably would have been someone who would have come along and also stirred up the nationalism that was already brewing <clears throat> in Germany. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's the great man theory of history, which is some person... Uh, one man. One man, one person. And then there's the kind of set of circumstances. This is going to bubble up this he kind took, of character. He took advantage of a nationalism that was already yeah. brewing. Yeah. yeah, That's the only pause that I would have. <clears throat> not over... You'd go... Killing a baby. Bring on the I mean, ne- I'd, I'd kind of want... like Bring I'd on kinda, the next baby. I'd kind of want proof... <laughs> that it's baby Hitler? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. you better have a moustache or something. <laughs> <laughs> or like be in the middle of a painting. <laughs> be in the middle of a painting? Yeah. yeah. I think movie Max where he travels back in time. Here, I see you've got The Tempest. Is it good? Did you well, want to talk it, about it's, it's it? It's sealed in plastic right now. So oh, is it? You can't <laughs> all, even all open it? I can tell you is the cover's great. Okay. That's the, isn't that the very final Alan Moore um, Comic. I, believe, I believe so. It'll not be the final Elmer comic, but it's the final of that series. The final of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I think it may be his last published comics work. Mm. Unless he's got something else in the post. Brewing. Uh, but I'm pretty sure this was, this was maybe his last. Mm. Do you want to talk about Watchmen, the TV show? No, what I want to talk about is... Um, what you were saying earlier on about third real subjects that you couldn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted as a joke... Because I thought it was funny. It was stupid, but I thought it was funny. I posted, um, never mind releasing the Snyder Cut. We should basically bring get all the films that have already been cut by Snyder and put them back into captivity. <laughs> that was that was the joke for Facebook. The joke for Twitter was the same joke, but I, it came out a wee bit more mangled, and it, we, uh, less subtle, and it was more like forget you know, uh, you know, uh, release the Snyder Cut. They should never have a one or something. I can't remember should what it was. Be a cut, Snyder Cut first, yeah, yeah, something like yeah. stupid. Anyway, it wasn't. It was, but then I, I mean, the outpouring of rage and hatred, but not. I mean. There was a couple of friends of mine, guys I, I know quite well, that were also kind of miffed that I'd even seemed to broach this subject. And, and, and I don't still don't quite grasp what it was that about the subject. But I, my feeling is that they've had so many people say, having arguments about the Snyder Cut, and it's that they've kind of gone, oh, I can't believe you're, you're, you know, you're... Stirring up this hornet's uh, nest yeah, again. Yeah, may, maybe it's that. I, well, I genuinely all, don't know. All you were really doing was, was punting off a current meme. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I was doing. I was looking at. I oh, don't, I don't think you've got strong feelings one way or the other. No, about I couldn't that. care less. And, and neither do I. I, I, I. You know, I think it's fairly well known. I don't really care for the the, the DC movies, but mm. I don't spend my time bad mouthing them. I just no. kind of. I mean, I quite like. I don't um, bother watching them again. I quite liked his Dawn of the Dead. Oh, like, his Dawn of the Dead is very. I think it's very good. Yeah. My problem with Dawn of the Dead is the title. It shouldn't be called Dawn of the Dead. What should okay. it be called? Because it's only called Dawn of the Dead to try and skate off the the reputation of the earlier Dawn of the Dead. It is brunch, a, brunch it, of the Dead. It isn't. It isn't a remake of Dawn of the Dead. Okay. It's just another zombie film set in a shopping center. Okay. So it's only called that to borrow the power of the original film's title. Yeah. Call it something else. Mall of the Dead. That would have been okay. good. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, other than I think it's. I think it's. I think it's his probably his best film. By far, his least. 
bombastic mm. in your face. Mm. Um, and well, I yes, think there's the, some... There's almost no slow motion in it. He's, no. Uh, he's, so, he, like, he's nice not, character work. He's not yet reached his final form at that no, point. No, no. <laughs> nice character work. Like, I enjoy that film a lot, and there's, mm. a, there's, a, there's a lot to like in there. Mm. Um, I quite enjoyed 300 at the time. I don't know if I could watch it again, but I enjoyed no, it. No, I definitely couldn't. I've tried to watch it again, because I, I saw it in the cinema with my dad when it came out, and remember thinking that that was good, but like just the look of it, mm. I thought it was gross. I just thought it, it looked horrible. Yeah. Um, so the aesthetic I just, that, that he was going for, I mean, he landed, I think, what he was going oh, for. I, th- I think he you got just, exactly what, but it, you it's just, just don't not like for that me. Aesthetic. No, no, it's just I, not I for like me. I don't like it either. I, I no. don't have a lot of love for, for any of his films, to be honest, mm. but it's not I think it's a personal. I think it's, no, I think it's an okay, I think, no, I think it's a good film. Mm. It's just marred by the fact that it's like, ugh. whereas conversely, I really love um, Only God Forgives, which is the Nicholas Swinding Refn film, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the film that he did with <coughs> Ryan Gosling after mm-hmm. a drive. Mm-hmm. I really love that film. It's an okay film, yeah. but looks fucking stunning. Okay. So I like I, I'm happy to to it's well actually no, it's harder for me to watch a good film that doesn't that doesn't look good yeah. than yeah. it is to watch a bad film that looks really nice. Okay. Or that I think looks really well, that, nice, which appeals to my aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, even, even though I don't like the movie in any way, shape, or form, I did buy the ultimate cut of Watchmen on, uh, on I iTunes. Bought, I bought it today! Did you? <laughs> well, why? It, it's, it's because I'm weirdly, I find it weirdly compelling as a movie. I'm like Hannah really likes it, so I, I was like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so that, that's one. You should reason. get her a Doctor Manhattan baby body pilot. <laughs> oh, that's what they should make baby Manhattans. Um, but it, it it had been in the top banner of my iTunes um, store thing all week. Mm-hmm. I was like, what what is this? So I clicked on it and I read, and I was like, fucking hell! It's like, was it four and a half hours or four hours? Three and a half or something. Right. Three and a half. Why, long, why, why, so they've why, intercut what? they've intercut all of the tales of the Black Freighter oh, right, okay. stuff into it to make it kind of more what the comic yeah, yeah. is with the little interspersed. Doesn't make sense. So I, I'm not I'm not arguing that I haven't seen any of it. So is the tales of but the Black Freighter? Isn't it animated? It's animated. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> but then, uh, but then I saw that it was four ninety nine. And I was like, "Oh, f- yeah, fine for four ninety nine. Is that on iTunes? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I might buy that. for four ninety nine. I'd be like, yeah, okay. And there's a ton of special features, it and it's got the, the theat- it's got the theatrical cut, cut as well. A bunch of features, in it. yeah. It is. It so is. I was like, that, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so what else is it? Oh, yeah, for working he, he, made, his- he made his um that other one with the that film that I kind of thought, oh, that'll be amazing. And Sucker then, Punch. Sucker Punch. And then I kind of I, I think I I bought it on Blu-ray, thinking this will be great to watch. And then I I just read the cover blurb and I looked at the photos and I went, ah, it's not for me. Oh, I, yeah, no, I saw the trailer and was like, oh no, this. I- it's, it's no, like if this were a comic, it would be amazing. And I would be well into this. If this was a comic, but- it feels like it would be put out by one of those publishers that like. Basically, only exist off scantily clad, yeah. like yeah. scantily clad th- yeah, women I, I, fighting dinosaurs, you know, and that, right. like I, that kind of stuff. I, th- I think my problem is I look at it and I think, oh, it's got it's got robot samurai things in it. Yeah. I, I'm not even thinking, not thinking about the, the, no, the no. stuff. But so, the thing is, like, but you're right. It I would be more along it, those lines. But I do know a lot. Uh, for, uh, like reading online, reading reviews, and then every now and again, somebody will do like a video essay about it, or you mm-hmm. know something. There seems to be quite a lot of people who. Do, uh, like? do do yeah. quite like it, and uh, weirdly, a lot of them seem to be girls. Yeah. So I don't know if there's something that I'm missing, mm. which is entirely possible. But the same by the same token, I watched uh, Spring Breakers, right? Okay, and couldn't figure out whether what it was Spring Breakers. Spr- I can't remember who directed it. Harmony Corinne. Harmony Corinne. Um, why, why are you not doing a movie podcast or something? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this is this is it. Um, and it's about three girls who go to spring, go on spring break, and kind of fall in with a drug dealer who's played by James, uh, Franco. James Franco. Yes, uh, and they kind of everything goes off the rails. I, but I, watching that, I could never figure out whether it was a profoundly feminist mm. kind of anarchic. A lot of women love that film. Yeah, I know. Or or was it a horribly misogynistic? Because all of the three women are three very attractive kind of ex Disney princess mm. or sorry, uh, ex Disney like Mickey Mouse Club yeah. actresses who are in bik- very skimpy bikinis for the entire movie. Mm. Um, and they even ro- I think they rob a liquor store or something in the bikinis and just balaclavas. Yeah. And I couldn't something figure I couldn't the, figure out yeah, whether for the IRA. 
cried to, to have a good <laughs> sexy IRA cried um, Martin McGuinness was known for <laughs> blowing things up while wearing bikinis uh so yeah, so I, Sucker Punch, I took one look at and went, this this feels exploitative and not for me, but maybe I've got that wrong and mm. I, it should maybe give it a try, but, yeah. you know. I have it in Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. It's never been I opened. don't have a Blu-ray player anymore. <laughs> oh, do you not? No, oh, okay, I don't then. have any physical media. Oh, okay. So anyway, the Snyder Cut then, I, I, I posted a reference to the joke that I made on yeah. thing on Facebook and it got like 71 comments. Oh, from it was more than 71. Like, it was about 80 odd. Was it was it? About 80 or 90. So like, yeah. oh. I mean, there's, there's, it, it seems to have stirred up an awful lot of strong emotions in people. People going, oh, you just don't enjoy it or do enjoy it. Or, and it's like, well, <laughs> I, I've never I'm had just, to do I'm surprised before. by, what was I, what was I watching the other day? Um, and somebody was talking about how they don't spend all their time just spewing, like t- talking about the things that they don't like. Why would you talk about something that you mm. don't like? Like I just, I don't feel that urge to kind of throw out. I, I'd love to talk about things that I like and like yeah. things that I love and things that really either inspire me or entertain me or whatever. Mm. But like, I, I don't, I don't want to have the time or the energy to waste. Yeah, like just typing up essays or, or <laughs> snarky comments or whatever because somebody doesn't enjoy something that mm. I do or, or they like something that I don't. I just don't get it. I hope there. I hope if there's a Snyder Cut and it's good, I hope people get it and it's great. I would, like, I would, I would watch it. I'd be kind of interested because <clears throat> I, well, Josh I don't Whedon know that. Zach, I think the film was terrible, was it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Josh Whedon and Zack Snyder are two very, very different filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I don't really think it's a, it's not as immediately obvious as something like um, you want to uh, see where the join is. What's the 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 Spielberg uh, Kubrick? Oh, AI. <gasps> AI. Mm. Um, I don't think there's a. I mean, you can kind of see the join mm. in AI. But I don't feel... It's not what you think it is. I'm sure it's not. Because the happy ending at the end, that's Kubrick's stuff. That's Kubrick's one. Which is what everyone thinks Spielberg tacked on this happy ending, which is actually a really grim ending if you actually analyze it. And uh, I've only seen it once. Um, yeah, well, people should watch AI. I think it's a, it's a vastly underrated film. Yeah. And it's much, much darker than people give it credit for. Yeah. But I think like I'd, I'd be kind of interested to see it. Mm. I didn't like the film. So, but you know, I'm, I've never let that stop me from rewatching something. Right. Speaking of things that you can't rewatch by divisive filmmakers that needs better lighting. Do you want to talk about Servant? Yes. Have you seen Servant? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, oh my God. So Servant. I, is, I think it should be clear. We're going to spoil the first episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll do nothing more than the first episode, but. Because I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure that the first episode is probably spoiled <coughs> in the trailer. Probably. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll talk about the first episode, and if you, if you if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it completely unspoiled, skip ahead about five minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's, it's the new Apple TV series starring um, Toby Kebble, who's always terrific. Yeah, and um, I don't know the name of the woman playing his wife, or oh, the name uh, of the girl playing the the, the housemaid. But Rupert Grint is in it as well. He yes, is, he's fantastic. In it. <laughs> yes, he is spectacularly on Ron Weasleyish. In yeah, it. yeah. Uh, so it's about a man and a wife who share a big New York brownstone house. And when the, when the trailer first hit and people were watching it, they went, "That baby looks weird in this. There's <laughs> something weird about that baby. Why does that baby look so fake?" And and then there was some talk about it. Well, maybe it's like a robot baby. Maybe what they've got is a robot baby. But then it's very clear from the first episode that what it actually is is yes, a, the baby is a doll. Yeah. Lauren Ambrose is the wife, and she's used to be in the X Files and Six Feet Under. Right. Yeah. Um, so the the family the, the the couple have had a baby, but the baby died after thirteen weeks. So they have this substitute doll because the the wife the, the wife went into yeah, yeah. And, 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 and this was the thing that brought her out was having this this substitute baby, which which they've ended up having to hire some staff or a, a girl coming in like a nanny yeah. basically, uh, and because the wife genuinely seems to treat it as if it's a real life baby, and the nanny comes in and she keeps the pretense up. She keeps on talking to the baby and petting the baby even after the mother has left the house. And, and the dad's basically going, look, it's fine. You, you can, can put go it on the counter. Yeah, going, going off to the pub that's or the thing in the tra- I mean, this is, all, this is all in the trailer. So yeah, if, you stay, yeah. if you're in the trailer, yeah. you're not missing anything. But, there's, a, there's a scene in the, in the trailer whenever 
it's kind of play it's played as a real baby the whole way through the, the trailer mm. up until the point when the mum leaves the house and the dad goes into the bedroom and picks it up by the legs yeah, yeah. like upside down and you think oh christ what's he gonna do to the baby and then it's and then is the reveal that yeah. that for me is the funniest bit in the trailer now i i personally have found this show to be one of the most uh humorous black comedies i've ever seen <laughs> that, do you think that's intentional oh, wow. i can't tell if that's just me <laughs> but every episode i've got about two or three moments where i burst out laughing and one of the moments is where he picks it up with the legs which is a horrific moment but then he turns around and bangs the head of the, of the door <laughs> off the side of the off the side of the I baby th- you know i think you're right i i haven't watched it thinking it's a comedy but now that you've said that it really it's it's clarified because they have very it must strong be funny because rupert grint is so funny in it yeah as yeah. the brother of the of his wife, with, of with the like wife, a yeah. specifically Brooklyn accent, he's got or really, something. yeah, he's re- he's got really sort of New York <clears throat> accent. He is this, um, I guess he's just this this sort of party guy who kind of keeps coming around to the house whenever the, whenever his sister's. She, out. She's a TV news presenter, yeah, and he and, is a bon vivant, yeah, bon vivant. He's, he basically writes recipes for um, restaurants, and but the the thing is, so the servant they get is there's this kind of odd folk. Horror element to it. There's I like a rose corn dolls. Yeah, in the house and yeah. The, it's like a rosemary's baby kind of thing. And, and he then, keeps finding splinters in his body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really like uncomfortable splinters. Like he maybe catch a splinter in his finger. And, and I think ninety percent of the problem is they never turn the fucking lights on because that show is dark. And it's it is. <laughs> and um, from a technical point of view, I think what Apple are trying to do is, is make you turn dem- your brightness up. Well, no, they're trying to demonstrate just how <clears throat> how impressive Dolby Vision is. Really? Yes, because if you, you have it's... a Dolby Vision TV, uh-huh. that show looks incredible. Wow, from okay. right from the the shadows are dark as anything to the to the light bits and all the contrast in between. It is it is one of the most impressive Dolby wow. Vision demos okay. I've ever seen. Yeah, okay, I, I'm going to have to watch it. Because I've been thinking it's primarily. I mean, it, it, it feels like an M Night Shyamalan uh, program. It feels like this is he's directed this. Yeah, it has all the hallmarks of that. Well, kind he, of he did direct the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah, but it, it feels like that. That darkness is that part of his signature. That that slow kind of oh, we're going to stand around here now and not turn the lights on. And, the thing about the Dolby Vision, thing, I mean, obviously you're not going to have the same contrast if you're watching it in standard dynamic range. Yeah, but and, Dolby Vision is a metadata thing. It's not yes. they're not graded in two slightly different ways. They are a metadata that is telling the TV to to peak certain brightnesses yeah. and, and brings the other stuff and there down. Was a problem this is the that. only podcast on earth that would cover the metadata of Dolby Vision. Yeah. So um, there was a problem up until this week where a lot of the episodes that went out from Apple TV didn't seem to carry that metadata tag Ooh, and they were only right, going okay. out as HDR. And I never thought I'd be able to tell the difference between the HDR and Dolby Vision, but turns out I can. Yeah. And uh, uh, things were, maybe we could see things in, especially in a show like C, the opening, the opening titles, have these um, bright spots that kind of fall off the dark. So instead of it being this really graceful fall off from the light to the dark, you can see the gradations, mm. yeah. you know, and the the different levels. So they finally got they figured the Dolby Vision out thing this this weekend again, and uh, stuff looks great again. All right, okay, so I'll have to. Ch- oh, yeah, okay, I'll check that. I out swear, I don't see. feel like we need to cover the spoiler and and uh, servant. No, I don't think so. I think I think the first episode is there is no spoilers for servant in this yeah. show then. The first episode is really compelling. Uh, the fourth episode came out this weekend, and it is—it's been—it's made me laugh the whole way through. Well, the first—the first episode is the most uh, M Night Shyamalan uh, twist endingy kind of thing, yes. and and then you kind of you go, oh shit, oh right, I thought this is a thing they could have strung out for the entire thing. It's got elements of Rosemary's Baby in it, I think, as much as anything. Rosemary's Baby was what I thought of a lot. Yeah, and yeah. and because partly because I think you're it's New York. Yes. Right? So so I mean, it feels like the nods are there and and folk horror and those are the two big ingredients that are in it. Uh, and I think that's kind of so. I don't. I mean, I don't know the the little twist. I don't know how that's going to play out longer term. And I was kind of expecting a twist at the end of every episode, which is one of the problems with... No, I think I think the twist is the setup for mm. the rest of the series, and they're trying to basically follow through on yeah, that. But yeah. um, I think it's going to go places. Yeah, okay. Now, I know Shyamalan or someone, whoever the showrunner was said that he wants like seven a ser- seven series to kind of... Really seven series? Seven, they've got this seven thing planned series. out for a long time. Wow. So... I really want to see this thing run because I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Do you think you went in a meeting with some producers and they went, so we, you know, we'd like you to do a TV series. He goes, oh, yeah, I've got an idea for something. He says, no, this is Apple money. He's going, seven series. It's seven series. <laughs> seven. 
Well, I mean, on that, I mean, like Apple have been. I've I've been really enjoying the Apple TV shows. I mean, the I got it free because Nathan bought an iPad, so we, we've got it for a year now. So so we've, I'll be able to watch all of that. Um, this week's episode of the Morning Show, I think, is a really powerful look at the whole Me, me Too. Yeah, stuff. I I I'm that's. Uh, the morning show is the only thing that I have watched so far. I just haven't had time to. And you've um, watched the most recent episode. Yeah, you? I've watched. Yeah. Every, I've watched everything. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was like I really like the morning show. I'm aware of its flaws and some of the the montagey kind of like. So Baron Sorkin. Yeah, I'm just like uh, fine, whatever. I can see what they're going for. They're not quite hitting Sorkin-esque-y. the mark. Yeah, but I but I don't really care that much because yeah. for the most part the performances are really really good. Mm. Um, and then yeah, this week's I think I this week's and last week's were really very very it out strong of the park in yeah. terms of like how how hard they're prepared to go in this show. Yeah, especially with how you originally perceived a character and how they how they reveal yeah. the character and the kind be. of the like I, I i hope i'm right in this i hope i'm I, I read this correctly but there is a kind of sort of rape scene but it's it's kind of as, as ambiguous as it could could potentially be yes yeah, um, that, that, i i would i would say that while she doesn't necessarily not give consent at the same time she is She's almost a sort of rabbit in the headlights. Yeah. This is happening now. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's why that character doesn't think that he raped anybody. Yeah. Um, because people just went along with it. Yes. Mm. And that that's that's kind of the problem that the show was trying to examine. Yeah. And it's interesting that he would call. The power and whether, whether yeah. the power dynamic because is. Because this is, is, this is someone who is at the very top of the tree in the, yeah. in the show. Can, can you and even give is, informed consent when there's a disparity in a power dynamic so great? And it's it's so well done in that he is, I mean, he's Steve Carell, you know, yeah. and, and the character is so charming and so funny and so... And they spent their, you know, they had a really lovely evening yeah, together. He, like they've had really, a re- really nice to her. Yeah. And then she goes to leave and he basically... Just takes it from there. He just you know, yeah. pushes the pushes the evening in the direction the, she wasn't the, expecting. The episode with him and Martin Short. Yes, that's what that's what I was going to bring up when Which, he when he calls Martin Short a predator. Yeah, and um, it, and it's and he see, is it clear that he sees himself so different from yes. that. Yeah, yeah. And and this episode actually starts with a clip from that same episode again before yeah. the titles. Yeah, which is. As if to say, just to remind you, as if to say, like this is how he sees himself, yeah. and then the episode is is how he really is, and yeah. he is every bit the predator that he accuses Martin Short of yeah. being. But he, just, but he just doesn't see it. He doesn't Martin, see it Martin Short is the guy who will Martin make Short the loud... Martin Short doesn't see it either. That's, it. That's the no, thing. No, I, I, think he does, I think he doesn't like being called a predator, but he is the loud, brash, will slap a girl's ass, yeah. like that kind of guy. Yeah, and also Whereas he does Steve, say at one point in the episode, you, know, you can kind of get away with this stuff because of who we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and even, even at that, Steve Carell's character... Yeah, recoils thing because he just doesn't think of. But there's thing, and what I thought was less than twenty four hours later, he is coercing a woman. Yeah, what I thought was really interesting is how he, how everybody acts on the set. Whenever, whenever they go back, so they they flash back to whenever he was still employed at the Mm. morning show, and how he talks to everybody, and how everybody jokes with him, and how most of the. The jokes or most of the conversations that are had are about looks or yeah. that kind of stuff, and everybody is in on the joke. Everybody is, is well, yeah, but it's it, it's really well done because what 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 it is. I mean, I I knew this episode was coming from the very first episode. I, I remember saying to Susie, "I guarantee you." Before oh yeah, there's a flashback before episode. the end of this yeah. series. We see what the world was like before yes. he, he became accused, and it's it's them demonstrating what the culture in this workplace is like. And he's making off-color jokes that are kind of like with the women at the butt of the jokes, or where there's a a free zone of sexuality to mm. all the jokes, and everyone yeah. just kind of it's goes like the it. Office, but with less humor. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, and he, but, but the thing everyone is, uh, kind of goes along with it because yeah. you know everyone's making money, no one wants to rock the boat. Yeah. But you do see the women kind of rolling their eyes as they laugh, like uh, this is. Shall I tell you my nearly me too moment? Oh um, you work alone, PJ. No, I went. I, so I was meeting. I was meeting my friend for uh, a drink the other night. Uh, the other night, and I turned up and he introduced me to some of the people he was with. And one of the people he was with is this nice lady. And uh, then he uh, he goes, "This is my friend Paul. Paul's a comic artist." He went, "Oh, I met a comic artist before." I said, "Yeah, he was really handsy and like was kind of." And, and then he went, "That was not Paul." And I and I went. <laughs> 
No, that ugh, that sounds gross. <laughs> that sounds gross. It was not me. She went, no, no, I don't think it was you. And I, I mentioned who I thought it was, and she went, oh yeah, that name does sound familiar. <laughs> oh, can I, can I, can I guess? No, we're not guessing because I think it might get us in trouble. You can guess after, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was really funny because I don't think. Like I've never, um, it wasn't even that she went, it was, she went, I, I met, I met a comic artist at a thing and they were really handsy and it actually made me repel and like feel icky, just even the thoughts of that, yeah. you know? And, and it's like, ugh, that's like, ugh, I can't even countenance it. It's like, ugh. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, well, that, that's, that definitely ties in. I mean, like this show, the, the, this character does not see himself as a predator. Yeah. You know he doesn't because he's clearly very upset by the accusations. Yeah, yeah. But this episode very much demonstrates that what he's doing is mm. and it's wrong. In, it's interesting because there were there are parts of um, the series so far where you do feel sorry for him and you think, oh mm. shit, they, these were all these well, were the, all I, relationships. I, I, these were I, all relationships. I'm hundred percent sure yeah. that the episode with Martin Short was set up specifically to make you think. Oh, this guy isn't a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they definitely went out of the way to kind of show, to make, to make the audience feel sympathy for him. Yeah. So that this because, and all the, the, all the women that have, all the women that have come forward so far are, have all been relationships. Yes. They've all been long, relationship, maybe not boyfriend and girlfriend, but long standing mm. sexual encounters as yeah. opposed to the one night stands that are coerced and, and then kind of forgotten about and, and moved on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been really great. Um, I think it's a, it's a really good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying I'm, it a I'm lot. There's only two episodes left of this season, and, and then I'm going to wait a year. And see finish this weekend as well. You'll have to oh, buy right, a new... Okay, so I'm gonna have to, I'm do you think they'll keep them. up the Apple, buy an Apple kit and get a year's worth of it? No, I, no, think, I, I think this is the first year because, yeah. they, because they know they don't have a lot of content. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. And the reason, specifically the reason I agree with you is because they didn't do the same thing with the Apple games, which, you know, yeah. on the face of it, same price, similar sort of setup. They didn't do that with the games, which is yes, they, they feel they like have a, the content. they've got yeah. the, they've got plenty of content on that, so they really need to up the content on this. So, um, so and I, I, I think they will do. I mean, like this this weekend, they launched another show, which is not a which won't be an ongoing. I think the, the truth be told is going to be just a mini series. Yeah. Oh, but it's it's got a really good cast, doesn't it? it does, what's yeah. that? What's that? What's it's it's Octavia Spencer and Aaron Paul? Aaron it's about Paul. A, it's a podcast. It's about a woman who's a podcast. Oh yes, yes, I saw that. Yeah, he realizes yeah. that she, maybe she has uh, put a person in jail. Yeah, I will um, say. I mean, like, there's very. Uh, I feel like if you went to the Amazon Prime app, you'd find the same number of good quality shows. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> highly be, doubt that. But you'd be neck deep in shite. <laughs> I, I think Amazon and uh, Netflix are both having a... Uh, their, their strategy is quali- quantity over quality. That's definitely Amazon's thing. Yeah. I, but part of that as well, I think, with Amazon... They just had all this stuff anyway. It was just part yeah. and parcel that all just. I think it was like, Netflix philosophy up until a couple of years ago. I yeah. think they've really tried to 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 create quality There's content still, as yeah. opposed to buying. Shows that sneak through that that feel like okay, make a series and see how we go. You know, but yeah. they're not really yeah. as concerned about it. Whereas I think Apple are much more focused on. Now obviously, they're very focused on big names. Yeah, they really want famous people. On these shows, you know, and I mean that's a, that's how they're going to sell. For, for but all it, mankind, is the only show that they have which doesn't have. Yeah, like, I, I mean, if I was it. if I was to be if Amazon Prime didn't come with Amazon Prime, yeah, if it was just a streaming service, I would not. I wouldn't have it. Yeah, I'm probably the same. I wouldn't I, have it. There, there isn't anything on there that I am. I mean, there's stuff that I haven't watched yet that I would like to, but haven't got around to. I'd like to see the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's really about it. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it's good, but that's yeah. really about it. Um, everything else has just sounded. Jack Ryan's pretty good. Oh yes, damn it! I forgot about Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack Ryan's good. I like it. Okay. Well, shall we do picks of the week? Do we um, have one? I, I haven't prepared one. Okay. I, well, I, I've got. I mean, I do. You do. If, okay. Well, I I've one. You do have one okay. as well. Yeah. Let's um, do two picks of the week. Okay. Uh, making it. With oh, Amy I, <laughs> I definitely wanted to put that into as my thing, so now I don't have to. So I, I have something else then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, making it. It's great. It's it's Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman uh, and doing a kind of uh, great British. It's great British makeup, but for crafting. Yeah. yeah. For, it's for making so stuff. delightfully wholesome. I yeah. I hate the Great British Bake Off. I hate any shoes <laughs> like this. I can't. I can't bear them. Oh, it's so, it's, <laughs> it's so. Have you watched any of it? Have you? Were you repelled the moment you saw what it was? I have it on my. I have it on my plex. Yes. yes. For, uh, might be I how just, I know yeah, about it. My, it might, it might be how we're watching it <laughs> for someone who requested it. Okay. Um, but it's not my thing at all. Oh, have you watched any of it at all? I think I watched 
10 minutes of the first episode. Okay. We I watched all four episodes over the last like, two nights. I mean, it's slightly try-hardy, but it's also kind of I don't care. It's just so and, nice. Yeah, it is It's nice. just so nice. And all of the contestants are, like, helpful. Yeah. And the same way they're on I the remember, Bake Off. And it's I remember like, in the early 90s, and they talked about a change in politics, and they were saying, oh, the nasty decade's over, and now it's going to be the nice decade. And, it's, and, and that seemed to be what had happened for a little while anyway. And it kind of feels like... We really, I'm mean, reaching a point where cynicism is. We've had enough of. I've had enough of cynicism, and and let's have some nice wholesome things for yeah. a little while. Because similarly, I I really enjoyed Last Christmas, which is the film. Um, oh, Amelia Clark. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, movie. Yeah. yeah, and and who I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's handsome enough for Annette to say, "Who was that guy? <laughs> he, he was he was very good looking." I'm going, are you not familiar with him? He's in a couple of films, so and it's a good, but it's exactly what you think it's going to yeah, be, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it's it's good fun in a wholesome way. Yeah, well, what is making it then? Making it is a crafting show, but. They basically it's, got it's, it's got lots from, of little bits in it. And crafters uh, from Pinterest. People who have tend yeah. to have gone like it's sponsored uh, made by Etsy, and, for example. Yeah, I mean, one of the yeah. people judging it oh, is from Etsy. Twee. Yeah. yeah, it's really twee. So that you know, there's a woman on there who's a balloon modeler, and there's a guy who like is was a bit of a science background, so all of his stuff had like. And at the end, they sing a little song on a on a yeah. Of course, no, 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 you know, you no guitar band guitar. So far, it's good. Everybody who gets kicked off ends up joining the band. Of course, they do. Uh, Nick Offerman on guitar week one loser on banjo week two loser on theremin week three loser spoilers, on triangle spoilers 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 <laughs> but it doesn't who they are okay 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 um, um, yeah so <laughs> so, th- so this week this I like week, how much you hate it this or week if you don't if to that's make... too twee Adam Adam uh, ruins everything is also very good I quite like I like Adam ruins everything uh, I like learning everything. things Th- this week they had to make a, a couple's um, Halloween costume oh. And also a house for a dog or pet. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Anyway, what's your pick of the week? Well, mine are kind of crafting esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I brought them with me. I have some Gerber knives. Gerber knives. Yeah. Got knives. Got knives. Um, Gerber is a very is a very very well known, very knife popular knife, um, knife maker of knives. Yeah. So I bought this little. Um, it's called their zip knife, which I'll uh, will link to. It's thirteen ninety nine, and it can go. On, it's supposed to go on the the zip of your jacket, or your jacket pocket, or on your keys, or something like that. So there's a little clip brings it off the keys, and if you open it up, it's just a tiny little Ooh. craft knife. Ooh. Now they are Gerber knives are incredibly sharp. Okay. Um. So that will cut you in ribbons funny i think i saw this yeah that is yeah, pretty sharp i think i saw this this exact knife on a uh every, on a, everyday, on a everyday carry. carry so i got but i saw both of these on an everyday carry instagram account right and i was thinking um, of buying exactly this knife yeah it i got it it's great I like see to have on I your keys use it for crafting then. no not for crafting but see to have on your key it's a lock knife so you have to there's a there's a lock in bit on the inside yeah i don't want to touch it um, I have a real thing with sharp things. I have a real fear of them. My dad instilled in me when yeah, I was no, a kid. This is the exact one I was looking at. Yeah, so. it's good. See, if you just have it on your keys, like opening boxes. Because I'm forever using my keys to open boxes. Mm. Yes, finding the sellotape hinge and just yeah, running yeah. it down. But this is just you know Ooh. colossally sharp um, and, tiny. and tiny. I think the blade must be about half an inch, maybe. Yeah, um, but just enough to get in and open a box yeah. or, or whatever. So um, then I got this bad boy. Which uh, boy, is the Gerber boy, Quadrant. What are you going to do? The Gerber... Ooh, it's a flick blade. Um, it's a flick blade. Sort of. So that oh, is the, the Gerber Quadrant. That's nasty looking. That is a, that is a... And that will also cut you into pieces. Um, how do I unlock this? How do you unlock it? You just pull it. It is quite stiff to, so it doesn't open up in your pocket. But if, oh, you, okay. if you just pull it, it will yep. open up. Yikes! Yikes! That's how I'm, I'm using it to slice some paper just to see what it's like, and whoosh, right through it like butter. Yeah, this one's shit more like a box cutter. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, I like this a lot. <laughs> so the, you like knives? The uh, the quadrant has been kind of really popular and sold out everywhere basically um, since it was released, and I managed to pick one up on Friday on Amazon. I think they're they were originally about forty ish quid when they came out. Um, and I picked it up for twenty four on Amazon, so we'll link them in the show notes. Um, he says we. <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice. <laughs> that was through paper very nicely. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, they're both like they're both really good. I think all Gerbers come with a lifetime warranty, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and if it's not lifetime, it's certainly very long. So if um, you're looking for presents for the kids, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are spot on. Yeah. It's a nice wooden inlaid blade. Yeah, yeah, this is the bamboo. Very, this is the bamboo. Very pretty. Style. Yeah, it's absolutely very nice would be confiscated as soon as you went through your uh, customs. Oh, 100%, 100%. Oh, yeah, you're not getting a plane with that. No, I'm never making it to Disneyland if I try to fly with one of those. <laughs> Okay, well, that's been uh, this week's show. show. Next week, we'll be here for the Christmas show. And, Yay! Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you all then. So I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye! See ya. Dark